everybody, it's, I almost said it's your boy, it's the House of Darkness here, welcome to a new episode of Real Talk. Now, I know, for those, okay, I'm doing two things here, I'm doing two types of recordings happening here. I'm looking at a camera right now, because I'm planning on bringing my YouTube life back, but for those who are not accustomed to my YouTube channel or listen to my podcast, this is for you guys on my podcast on Anchor FM, for those who don't know, shameless plug. So... For those who are wondering, why am I going back to doing videos on YouTube? I feel like I haven't... It, it's a, it's an interesting... <laughs> it's an interesting dynamic. I feel like at one point, I... Uh, plateaued, in a sense, when I started doing videos. Because I did, I did like a bunch of videos for like a good couple of years. And then... Then I was like, I need to do something else. And then... When Ian from the Stuff Podcast Show started doing his podcast and he said something to me about it, I was like, I'll give it a shot. And then I started just living it up. It was, I did Jive Talk, I did Real Talk. Uh, is it worse than Catwoman? Which, by the way, is it worse than Catwoman? Didn't do as well as I hoped. Even though, even though there are plenty of movies that are not worse than Catwoman, except for like, I think one that I talked about. Um, but definitely, I started doing Darkner Minute on my podcast and that's doing well. But I feel like I'm not expanding myself anymore. And so, not that I plateau doing podcasts, because I still love recording and I'm doing it now. For those who are listening, thank you for your support. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. All of it. But I felt like I needed to get tapped back into my other stuff. And, <laughs> and since I've been, some of my health issues have put me here stuck at the house. I do a lot more recording and stuff like that. And so I thought, let's get back to this. Can I get this back to where I want it to be again? So, let's give it a shot. How about it? You want to see my stupid big face making a bunch of noise and all kind of faces and doing stuff? Let's go for it. Why not? Why not? No, all they, all you, all you have to do at this point is just walk away. That's, that's all you have to do. And for those who still like to listen to my podcast, I got you. I got you. For y'all, you guys don't see it, but mics, my mic's like right here. So if I if I come down like this and start doing like this, looking crazy, it's because I'm I'm, I'm dipping into my mic. So, uh, but that's the that's at this point, that is the that is the plan right now is to do both, you know. And 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 in all honesty, like recording a video is was kind of hard. Not that it wasn't, it was difficult because editing is not a hundred percent that hard. All I got to do is just you know put a clip in here if I can put in a clip maybe a picture off to the side so you can see what I'm talking about um maybe my maybe my intro which I've changed because algorithms and YouTube and stuff and if you're not if that's not your song you're not making money off of it but um the problem with recording a video you kind of have to look presentable <laughs> if you know what for anyone who records videos you know what I mean you can't just I mean if you can if you want, you can get on a video and look homeless if you want. And I'm sure people will still watch your jams. But for me, I feel like I got to shower. I got to look like I brushed my teeth. I got to put on some lotion because I can't be getting on this video being ashy. I, you know, I got to, I got to, I got to do this. Like, I don't know why I do that with my eyebrows because I don't get anything done to my eyebrows other than clean. <laughs> but the point is, is that when, when you do a video, there's a little bit extra more extra production not that i do a lot of production but there is a little bit more production like i have lights now that i have you guys don't see them because they're off kind of off doing that uh so there is some lighting more now and there's and i and i try to make everything look presentable back here you know like all my funko pops and my figures and stuff 
and I'm planning on putting a little more up here just to just to show off more of my nerdum and less dust. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's a there's a dance. There's a dance that's involved with doing recording a video versus recording a podcast to where um you just show up. I I could be in my underwear, I could be in a dirty t-shirt, I could have not brushed my teeth for like six hours, and it could be two in the afternoon, one, you know, six in the evening, three in the morning. You might can you might be able to tell if I've been recording three in the morning because there's a, there's a there's a level of energy I don't I do and don't have because I've done it before, I've done it before. It'd be like two in the morning I recorded something, and you can tell you can tell. But for the most part, when you record a podcast, nobody knows what you look like. It's all about what you sound like. Okay, I mean, am I wrong? I mean, in all honesty, sometimes you can tell if someone's not doing good by the, the by the sound of their voice. But for the most part, you can't tell. So that's why I started doing podcasts for like the last year and a half. That's a year and a half. Record over 100 episodes. And for those who want to check me out, I'm House of Darkner. I do real talk, jive talk, jive stuff. It's on Anchor FM under House of Darkner. I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm there. So anyways, I'm plugging again. I know it's my, it's my channel. I'm allowed to plug me. So anyways, so I decided let's get back into it. Why not? Why not? Let's get, let's get, let's get recording. Uh, dual wielding recording, you know, podcast, YouTube video. Let's do it. It, it, it. I'm I'm already sitting here recording as it is, so I might as well record while I'm you record a video while I'm also recording my podcast. I see it. It works. It works because there are video podcasts that are out there, so it would make sense if there's a video, if there's a re, you know regular recorded you know audio. So I decided I just do both. Why not? It doesn't hurt. It's, it, it all. It's you know what is what is the word. Two birds with one stone, or phrase, excuse me. So let's do that. So I got um, decided to watch. <laughs> so when did it come out? What is the official release date of this movie? Uh, May of last year. So May of last year, the Aladdin live action film came out. Uh, I didn't go see it. Cause I was like, I was excited, but not excited, but was excited, but not excited. And I think something else was coming out around the same time. Maybe it was Endgame or whatever it was. Cause I think, I think Endgame was around that time. Either before or after or something like that. And I like committed to something else, you know? And I was like, I'll see it eventually. And I did. And so for those who don't know, I own Disney. I, I talked about Disney plus. I talked about owning Disney plus. So I own Disney plus and I saw that it came on. They, they released it like a week ago or something like that. I'm like, let's sit down. I, I had surgery uh, last week. So I'm sitting there on a recliner in bandages. And I'm like flipping through stuff on Netflix. I'm like, you know what? Aladdin's out on on Disney+. Plus. Let's give it a go. Let's give it a go. So um, <laughs> um, I'm trying to, what's the best? Let's, let's start out with. With, with, I guess, let's, let's, let's put it like this. Let's start out with shout-outs to Will Smith. Will Smith, I will say, killed it as Genie. He did. I, I personally think he did. A lot of my laughing moments were because of him. Let's be real. They were because of him. And uh, I feel like as, as fans of the original, you came in here waiting to see how he does as Genie. I feel like that's 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 your main goal. 
You're not even worried about nobody else. You're not worried about Aladdin. You're not worried about Jasmine. I mean, unless you are worried about Jasmine. Uh, you're, you're not worried about Jafar, whether Iago sounds like Gilbert Godfrey. You're not even worried about any of that stuff. You are focused on whether or not Will Smith can be genie. And he was. His genie. And I think that's and, and I think that's the important part people need to remember is that it's his genie. Not Robin Williams' genie. Not the guy who played who was in Return of Jafar. I don't even remember who that guy was. But uh his genie. You know, they did they rearranged a lot of the music that he did. Like he when he he did he sung Arabian Nights at the beginning and they changed the arrangement for that. Uh when he did Friend Like Me, they changed the arrangement of that for 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 Will. When they did Prince Ali, they changed the arrangement. They they they, uh, they changed the arrangement for a lot of the songs. Some of them good, some of them to me personally not so great. <clears throat> but but I feel like Will did what he Will did it. Will did it. He became genie, and I think it was a good. I think they did a good job. I think he did. I think he did a good job of making it his own character, and not in a way, in in a way to where it was still respectful to Robin Williams, who was will always be genie. But at the same time, he made it clear, a, here's my genie, and I feel like he did a great job doing that. Um, let's get to the rest of it. <laughs> so, uh. Uh, what is his name? Men of Assad. He played Aladdin. Here's my problem with that boy. He looked like Aladdin. He's fine. Uh, he's dry. He's dry. He's a little dry. And uh, I think the, his best moments in the movie were when he was when he was playing off of somebody, like when he was playing off a of genie, when he was when he was interacting with Jasmine. Because there was those moments where he had with Jasmine. He was there was there there was the awkward moments he had with Jasmine, and then there was like there was like Mr. Sexy Boy moments he had with Jasmine. And I feel like he did good on those aspects of it. He did those parts very well. But I think as a, you know, Aladdin as a whole, he gets a, he gets a solid solid C minus, eh, eh, C plus. We'll C plus him on the on the on the on being an Aladdin. I feel like the, he was dry. He was dry toast. Ever had dry toast? We're not talking about like cinnamon toast. We're not talking about like what is it called avocado toast. We're not talking about some you know you put some butter or some Nutella. Or some jams, or some preservatives, or unless you're like me, you like that peanut butter and syrup and bananas. No, just me. It's just me. Okay, all right. Well, the point is, he wasn't any of those. Oh, or, or what's the one? What's the one where you put the egg in the center? I know it's like a, it's like a. Is it a British delicacy? I can't remember. But it, you know, they put the egg in the center of the toast. And I, you know, I've done it with a bagel. Me and my my buddy my buddy Ryan, we took egg and put it on a bagel and toasted it with cheese. It was good. Point is, he's none of those. He's not even the bagel. He's dry to me, and I feel like he only played well when he was with somebody. Like, cause it, it made him, it made him have to step up. Cause you're standing next to Will Smith. It's Will Smith. You know what I mean? You know he's right there, and he's and he's and and so you have to like. Will Smith in his own right is a legend. <laughs> you know what I mean? He in his own right. So you have you standing next to this man, you gotta step it up. You can't sit there and dry toast it. So I feel like whenever he played with, you know, when he's with somebody like and then there's Naomi Scott. Naomi Scott, it was, you know, and she's been acting for a while and she, she has her own like stuff in her own right. She was the you know she was Kimberly in the Power Rangers movie. I was still holding to that. She's still my you know favorite one of my favorite Power Rangers. So you, you and you, you kind of like you have to like you have to step it up 
to not not to outshine, but to keep up with him. And I feel like in those moments he did well because he had no choice. <laughs> he was gonna be left behind if he didn't. But like in a lot of the moments where he, it was just him, I didn't think he did a good job. I think he was just he was just eh. he was just eh a lot of the time. And so that's and, and it hurt it. It hurt a little bit because Aladdin Aladdin was supposed to be super charming, charismatic big heart character who just was in a bad situation you know what i mean he his parents are no longer in his life he was he literally was homeless he was poor he was forced forced to like steal to survive and his best friend at that moment in time was a monkey and i feel like um what is his name mena mena did not i'm looking at the cast name right here on my pc my pc's off to my to my right. So when I do that, I'm looking at like information on my PC. But uh I feel like he didn't he didn't give me Aladdin. Especially because here's the thing. We I'm I'm not going to lie when I tell you this. I'm not going to lie when I tell you this. I'm going to base my uh, this my my critique on Aladdin based on my, the old 90s Aladdin, you know, the animated. It's just you can't I'm looking for the year. I couldn't find a year. For uh, it was like 90 Two, I think I have to look it up again, but it was the '90s Aladdin. So, but my point is, is that I, I'm always gonna look at that as my standard for how this Aladdin is supposed to like live up to that. And uh, I'm going to, and that's, and so I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that the entire time I review this. And and it's my right because Aladdin was a great movie. I think that's one of the Disney films I watched a lot as a kid. And so, you know, so when they decide they're going to re, they're going to redo this one, you better, you better. And that's why everybody's like, oh, rah, 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 rah. that's why everybody was like up in arms about, oh, who's going to be genie? Someone's going to be genie. If everyone's going to be, genie. and then, then you have other parents, other people I know when I talk to them, they're like, oh, they shouldn't just do, they shouldn't do a video at all. Then why are they redoing it anyways? The best movie is the best movie is the original. You can't remake greatness. You know what I mean? And stuff like that. And they're not wrong. You know, Robin Robin Williams, you know, set the standard. He really did. So, you know, I don't blame him. I don't blame people for looking at the original Aladdin, the animated film. Because there's been many Aladdins even before the one that came out in the, in the 90s. And look at that as the standard. That's fine. So, I'm kind of doing that too. But, uh, yeah, like I said, Will, he, he, he's, he's... Above and beyond, did his job. Did, did he did great? I even said I was talking to one of my other friends. I said phenomenal. Um, Minimasad for uh, Aladdin. Like I said, it's it, like it was a when he's when he was dealing with other when he was playing off of other people. I think he did well. When he was just when he was soloing and it was just kind of these moments where he had chances to like show his moments. I don't think he delivered. Uh, Naomi Scott, I think Naomi Scott's fine. I think she did a fine Jasmine. Here's my only problem with Jasmine. No, it's my... Uh, it's my own, is it my only problem with Jasmine? Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me put Jasmine over here for the moment because I feel like that's a touchy subject because, you know, for obvious reasons, which I'm, I'm trying not, I'm trying to dance. I don't want to, I mean, not dance around it, but I'm trying to touch it without getting into it because... I don't want to, <laughs> but part of it is because I think Jasmine was a fantastic character originally. And so I, I like, once again, I hold that character to a standard as well. And so I, I want Naomi Scott to do Jasmine justice. 
And I feel and I feel like I'm once I'll get to that. So Marwan Kanzari <clears throat> played Jafar. He was okay. I'm just I'm just gonna say it right now. He was okay. I feel like he wasn't sociopath enough. Like he didn't want it bad. I feel like he should have been like you know you know foaming at the mouth, kind of like I want that power. You know, shaking like 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 he was like in the movie he hated being being second. They made it clear that he don't he didn't like being second and ha not having power to make certain decisions. But I feel like he wasn't hungry enough. His character didn't feel like I mean you mean you're like well David he just he just went and. May, he was sending homeless people into the Cave of Wonders to get this lamp so this genie could give him power. That seems hungry to me. Yeah, and you're right. It is. It is. And it's all right that it's very hungry because you you like you can't you didn't earn. I mean, he probably did earn his position, kind of. I mean, he did have the staff, which probably helped him to get into that position. But and I think part of the reason why he couldn't get further because Jasmine was in the way. So he, which is good, because it saved a lot of issues. And that goes, but that goes also goes to show for Jasmine's character that she, you know, she ain't putting up with no crap. She's like, no, no. And so I can see that. But, um, so, but I just feel like when you go look at Jafar and he animated, that brother was like, that brother was bloodthirsty. He was bloodthirsty. And I feel like in this one, they tried to give him, <sighs> they tried to come and ground him with Aladdin. And I didn't like that. I get it. It was cool for a minute, but I, I was like, no, he, he feels above and beyond people. So I feel like they, I, I they didn't in like, he feels, I feel like he, 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 in his mind, Jafar was like, he deserved this position. He was chosen for this position and they didn't focus on that. And you know, he should have been Thanos in this. And you know what I mean? In this. You know, it was his God-given right to have this power, and no, you know, no one else should be able to question it. And I'm going to stab all the people that will say, you know, differently. You know what I mean? And so he was willing to stab people. He was. He was trying to stab Aladdin after that lamp showed up. So the point is, I'm just saying, like, I feel like he wasn't bloodthirsty. Now, yeah, I know it's a Disney film, but like, if you go back and look at the animated, brother was willing to stab folks. He, you know what I mean? He was putting folks in chains. He was letting his bird. Like, he literally asphyxiate Sultan with crackers. I mean, it was just like, this boy was, like, committed to, like, I'm taking all the power in the world. I don't care who's in my way. I don't care who doesn't like it. I'm doing it. That's what he did. That's what he did. That's what he did. So, I feel like that should be, that should have come across a little more. I mean, he was still willing to kill. They did show that in the movie. But he just, I feel like he wasn't sociopath enough. Um, Nassim Pedrad. This isn't her fault. I'm not, I have no problem with her. So they added a new character. I mean, technically they add a couple of new characters, but they added a new character into the movie. And her name was Dahlia. Now, if for those who are big fans of Aladdin, the original Aladdins, the ones that came out in the 60s and 70s, if she existed in those films, let me know. Because I vaguely remember, I remember watching one earlier Aladdin movie. It was a live action. It was a long time ago. It was before the the Disney one came out. It was a long time ago. Genie was this giant buff black guy. He was scary. He was and he was terrifying. And I remember watching that one. That was interesting. It was years ago. But um, Dahlia was not in the animated. And I know why they did it. For two reasons, they did it for two reasons. They needed a a a, a, a human for Jasmine to bounce things off of. You know what I mean? Because if you go and look at the, the 
the Disney animated one, she had Raja was her giant tiger. Which to me personally, I'm okay with that. But they had to they had to add more human elements to this movie. They have to. Have, there's always got to be human elements to, to movies where they don't need it. And I and part of the reason why spoilers for anybody, she had to be a love interest for Genie. Why? I don't know. It's not the worst thing about this movie. It, I just felt like it wasn't necessary. But she's not, she was fine. She's fine. She didn't. She doesn't. She doesn't make or break the film. So that's why I just I thought it was just interesting that the added. I remember watching like because I, I remember when they were first you know doing stuff about the movie and they're showing screenshots and like and here's a new character to the Aladdin film, Dahlia. I'm like, who is the? And to be fair, Jasmine is a princess, so she should get a handmaiden or handmaidens. So for Dahlia to be there and be the handmaiden of the princess, to be fair, makes sense. So I can't be mad at that. I, and like I said, she wasn't bad. She didn't, she didn't hurt the movie, but she, her presence literally did nothing for the story other than just, just add buffer or fluff. So I'm not mad at her. She's fine. She's fine. Um, let's, let's focus on like Hakeem was like the head of, head of the guard. He's fine. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to mess with him. So I'm looking at my phone. He's fine. I'm not, you know, so I'm going to leave him alone. Let's get to Jasmine. Now, Jasmine in this movie, for the most part, doesn't bug me. Um, my only problem with Jasmine is they tried to redesign her strength and her independence, and it came off tryhard to me, personally. Like, if you go back to the earlier Aladdin movie, she didn't give a care. Like, if you, if you go back and decide, if you guys hear that's my phone, someone's calling me, and I don't recognize the number, so I ain't picking it up. So how many people, here's the thing, I always, always, always find it interesting when people pick up, like, numbers for, uh, from people that they don't know, and, and then in their surprises, like a telemarketer, or a bill collector, or, or some random guy, who's like, hey, is Jamal there? This is Linda, is Jamal there? And like, I've, you know, it's like, why'd you pick it up if you didn't recognize the number? So I've been like, and I've been like that for years, and especially if they're unknown, if y'all pick up on like a number and it comes up on your phone, it's unknown, you're asking for a world of hurt, or be, to be scammed, or into something. Don't do that. Protect yourself. Don't do that. Anyways. <laughs> Go back to what I was saying. So, um, Jasmine. Jasmine in the old movie, in the 90s one, was very clear that she was a strong, independent woman. She knew what she wanted, how she wanted it, when she wanted it. No one's going to tell her different. Watch your mouth. Redman said, I'll slap you. That's how she was. She had her tiger bite somebody's butt. She don't give a care. You know what I mean? She don't care. She's going to do what she want. She's going to do what she want. And, and one of her biggest moments in the movie was when they're, when her, when, when Aladdin showed up as, as Prince Ali and him and Jafar were butting heads about it. And she made it very clear. I am not an object. And when she said, yeah, you saw me at the next thing. Yeah. Mm -mm. Just, you can't come, come over here and tell me you can't treat me like I'm a piece of furniture. So she was so, so she literally, like, the phrase was, I'm not a prize to be won. I am not a prize. And she like, she yelled it. She made it cl clear and she stomped out of it. Like, That's, this is not how this is supposed to be. That didn't exist in the movie. There was a moment in the movie where there was an awkward like thing with Aladdin. He treated her like he's all, I'm trying, I'm here to buy your face. It was weird. It, it, it was it, it was leading to that, but we never got the oh, 
Like, we never got to, I'm dipping because you're stupid kind of thing. She was like, oh, I guess I'm going to go look for some bread. And she dipped. But she didn't go like, oh, oh, you think that's how this is? Well, I'm going to tell you what's up. She didn't do that. And I feel like I don't know why they didn't do that. Because the whole point of Jasmine is to make it clear, just, you know, I you don't have the right to tell me how I'm supposed to feel, who I'm supposed to choose, and all that kind of stuff. You know, she's making it clear, I get to choose my life and how it's going to be. And I feel like they didn't, they tried to redesign it in a way to where it was like, and I don't want to, I feel like I've been trying to not use this phrase, but they, I feel like they 2019 Jasmine and they shouldn't have. She was good the way she was. She was strong. She made it very clear how she felt. She made it clear where she stood. It was unnecessary to try to redesign her into a more updated version when it didn't need to, it didn't need to. She was good the way she was. You should have stuck to what worked. And I feel, and I feel like there was a moment in the movie where she, her strength should have happened in character, not in song. There's a scene, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to spoil the scene for you, where she all of a sudden just breaks into song. And to me, it was so inappropriate to me personally, because I feel like that lessened her strength. I feel like in that moment, it should have been. She should have flexed and then, and then, and, and, cause they showed her power in words and her, her ability to be a leader and in the moment. And I felt like that should have been done without the song. The song cheapened it. And I, and I kind of bummed me out because it was like, it, it's very clear she's supposed to be this, you know, cause in the movie, she, she's making it very clear that she can rule the kingdom without a man. She's princess. So it makes sense. You know, she, she's been there all her life. You know, she's part of the royal family. She should be able to rule that place without anybody else. Makes sense. But I feel like they didn't give her the moment that she needed to prove that she was a good leader. When they, 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 or excuse me, like I said, they cheapened it by making it seem like she was being a tryhard with the song. And the song didn't, didn't, the song didn't punch you in the mouth. You know, they gave, cause in this one, they gave her two moments where she had solos. And I feel like, like the first one, I'm fine with. I feel like the second one was not appropriate to the moment, and it didn't. And and if it, and and if they're going to, it should have been right and punch you right in the mouth. You'd be like, oh snap, she's about to take some stuff. She's about to throw down, throw down, knock down pyramids, punch people in the face, stab somebody, make a martini. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It should have been that. You know, that moment, you're like she's about to start running house. She's gonna kick somebody in the teeth. Somebody's beard is being ripped right off, and she didn't. And she didn't. And it just bummed me out. Not that, not that she didn't, the moment was not good. I feel like it could have been good without the song. The song didn't help it. I felt like the song didn't complement what the stand she was trying to make. And it just, and I just sat there watching that whole scene when she did the song went. And that's, and that's what it looked like. I know for those who are not seeing the video, I'm just, that's, that's the sound. Quiet. Just quiet. Like, wow, they, they did that. And I know what they were trying to do, but they failed. <laughs> I feel like if the moment would have been better without it and just made her represent herself the way she wanted to in that moment and be the strong leader that she she knew that she was meant to be in that moment without the song. I felt the song messed with it. Made her, like I said, it made her seem like a tryhard. And they didn't have to. I feel like they didn't have to reinvent the wheel when it came to Jasmine, she was already clearly established, strong, independent woman. They didn't need to redo it. They didn't need to redo it. You messed up. You messed up. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
uh it's just it bugged me it bugged me and I, we didn't get the ending i wanted you know i i think there was a there was a nice little they did a little play on genie and dahlia and stuff that like you you kind of when you when it happened you're like oh i see what they did and that's cute and it worked it worked it worked for what it was it worked for what it was um but i think i think like aladdin 2019 it's not bad it's not a bad movie i think but i've always had a bit of an issue with a lot of the live action stuff that disney's doing of all the of all their animated projects i think you know and it's just i feel like they're and, and let me let me let me clarify i'm putting myself in a bad situation because one of my biggest issues i had with lion king when it came out was that it wasn't they didn't expand an idea enough and 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 that they just frame by frame made the same movie frame by frame circle of life and you know and, or and then they cheapened some of the moments like to be uh be prepared was just was just trash it was trash you know and and, and i i just feel like they didn't they didn't expand that much on it and this one i feel like they tried to they try to go hard too hard of like trying to reimagine like they rewrote a bunch of stuff and they mixed they like they combined certain scenes and i'm i i'm not mad at them for that because i wanted them to have to have a reimagining of aladdin but at the same time, not mess with what works. You know what I mean? So it, and it, it is a balancing act. It, 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 and, a, and Guy Ritchie is a very good director and stuff like that. So don't get me wrong. But I feel like there was a weird balancing. And, and, and it, in certain moments, it hurt the movie. In other moments, it's like, yeah, I like that. Like there's a whole dance sequence that happens in the movie. I like. I think it was really cool. You know what I mean? So there's like, so don't get me wrong. There's 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 stuff in there I think works. There's like there's a scene when Aladdin breaks and, you know, he sneaks into the palace that works, you know what I mean? It works, and, and and the moment it works, you know what I mean? And just I just feel like, and then other moments I feel like they either they forced it or they they went too fast to get to it, and I just and it kind of messed with the movie and messed with the dynamic that I know the movie can have based on how it existed in the previous film. So, with that in mind, I uh, House of Darkner of Real Talk, we're talking about Aladdin twenty nineteen. I give this movie a a six. I want to say six point five to seven. The reason why I say it is because it's not like I said. It's not a bad movie, not in any means of the form. I feel like they did. They tried their hard, their hardest to try to give you a reimagining of the movie without taking away a lot of their key elements of it, like the the iconic stuff. But at the same time, I feel like they they like they gave they gave genies more layers they gave jasmine more layers but they love aladdin they left him there to be plain and i feel that messed up a little bit just a little bit you know they tried to but they didn't and it, it, it led more to being about jasmine and then more to being about genie and aladdin was just there because he just happened to be the person who got the lamp and met the, met jasmine you know what i mean it felt like that you know and i felt like it was more about those characters and, and in all honesty i felt in a lot of moments it more was more about jasmine than anybody which which is not bad because she is one of the main characters of the movie because when you think about it the movie's all is about perspective you know from from different perspectives people think that you know people's lives aren't that bad like from to from aladdin's person you know since you know the way he's looking at it being a princess isn't that bad. You get all this money. You know, you don't. You never go hungry. You have a place to live. You get all the freedom to do whatever you want. But you know, Jasmine's like, no, it's not that great. They tell you what to do, who to marry, how to do stuff. I can't go outside. It's kind of rough. 
And then you look at from her perspective, she goes, well, man, it must be great to be you. You get to go out in the city, get to do whatever you want. You know, you can do however you think. And he's like, it kind of sucks because people look at me and they treat me like crap because I don't have money. I have, you know, jacked up clothes and I have a monkey as a best friend. You know what I mean? So, and then you go, you look at Jeannie and he's like, wow, you have all this power. You must be able to do whatever you want. And Jeannie's like, no, man, I'm stuck bound as a genie to the laws of what it what it takes to be a genie i don't get to make my own decisions i have to listen to other people and then when they're done when i'm done with their wishes i'm back in the lamp stuck there for x amount of years until somebody finds me again and i just give them what they want i never get to live my life i have no independence so you know you get to see that and that stuff still exists in the movie where you know it's you know everyone thinks it's always the green the grass is always greener on the other side and actually it's just it's just as bad if not the same in their situation you know so it it, it still teaches that you know what i mean it's not black and white there's always that gray area when it comes to how people's lives are and even and and about the whole concept about or the idea that it's not about what you it's not about the outside it's about the inside that matters and i feel like they kept they kept pushing that, which is which is the story about it. They did it in the '90s one, and like like they did it in this one because Aladdin was living up like, "Hey man, these nice clothes." And Genie's like, "Look, bro, that's yeah, that's true, but I didn't remake you. I just gave you new clothes and make you look cool. It's about who you are on the inside." And so it was a lot about that. There was that, and the fact that you know Jasmine was not impressed by the outer appearance it's about you as a person, the personality, the person of the heart. That stuff still exists in the movie. And that's why, that's why, and I was telling one of my friends, I was like, that's why I was, I'm at a crossroads because there's some stuff, there, there, there's, there, the lessons are still there, there's elements that are still there, but there's these other moments where I'm like, I'm not happy with, you know, Genie's still Genie, you know, even, you know, even if they're, they're, they're two different types of Genies, they're still Genie, you know what I mean? So there's a lot, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a tumble with it. So that's why I'm like 6.5 to a hard seven. That's, that's where I'm sitting with this movie right now. So let me know what you guys think. Let me know how you guys feel about, you know, the new current Aladdin. And let me know, do you like the re, the, the live action re, cause Mulan's coming out this year, I believe. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's, it's coming out here. So that's the newest current re, live action remake of the anime. And this one apparently is more historically accurate. So you're not going to get Mushu. It's not, all that crazy seeing about be oh man, it's not, you're not doing, you're not getting any of that. So if you're excited for that, let me know about that. But let me know if you like. What is your favorite current favorite live action remake of a Disney classic? Because I heard they just confirmed because they just did Lady and a, Lady and a Tramp that's on Disney Plus. Uh, I just con- heard, saw I just read online that they confirmed they're doing a Pinocchio, and you know, and so let me know what you think. Let me know. Like I said, Mulan's coming out soon. So, which one, like, me personally, right now, I'm going to say it right now, if I was going to, of all the current live-action remakes of Disney classics that they've done, I will honestly have to say Beauty and the Beast is the one that hits me the most. Hits me right in the chest. Hits me right in the chest. I'm like, yeah, this is a good one. You know? And I'm just like, if I was, yeah, right now, that's that's a good one. So, let me know what you think. Let me know how you feel. For those who see me on YouTube, if you like this, this new, I want to say new, it's the same, it's same me, but like redesign me. How do you like it? Let's go for it. For those on, on the podcast, let me know how y'all feel, how y'all, how y'all think. This has been the House of Darkner dual wielding recording on Real Talk about Aladdin 2019. I will see you soon. 
I will see you soon. I'm talking to both. I'm looking at the camera. I said, I will see you soon. I'm looking at the mic and I'm saying, I will see you soon. Everyone have a good day. I'm Rick Flair in it. Woo!